Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply live edition of Patriots Beat here on CLNS Media. I am Mike Cadlick, joined by Alex Barth, as always, from 98.5 The Sports Hub. We're going to take a very different route today on today's show, um, as you know, the whole NFL world is basically uh, on hold, and frankly, the two of us would prefer not to really get into X's and O's of on-field play today, as uh, life and you know the family of DeMar Hamlin and everything that went on last night is far more important uh, than on-field sports right now. Um, Obviously, what happened, as as I'm sure you all know, Tamar Hamlin went to make a tackle last night on Monday Night Football against the Bengals. Uh, he was hit in the chest, stood up, uh, and then collapsed. He was uh, treated almost immediately by professionals on scene. Uh, CPR was conducted for about nine minutes, uh, and reportedly they got his heart beating, and they brought him. He was rushed to University of Cincinnati, uh, trauma one hospital. Uh, the update right now, uh, as it currently stands, is that um, according to his friend, Jordan Rooney, um, he, his friend and uh, marketing representative said that his vitals are back to normal and uh, he was put to sleep and put on a breathing tube. Um, so they're currently running tests and uh, they will provide updates. But uh, just tragedy, tragedy, Alex struck, you know, across the NFL world. And it was it was a tough scene last night and into today. Yeah, this is the kind of thing that I think, uh, you know, it's- Every player's worst nightmare, every fan's worst nightmare playing out in front of them. Uh, it's a violent game. I think we all know that going in. You know that watching the sport. But, right. you know, we've seen guys with, you know, bang up a knee, tear an ACL, broken bones. You do see some head injuries. Obviously, we had a very scary moment uh, with with Tua Tungavailoa earlier this year. But um, seeing something like that, I mean – the, the when when there was the first report of like CPR was right. kind of a, a like whoa moment for me like oh this is this isn't really like anything I've seen before anything where at least anything you know yeah anything I've seen before I maybe some people going back have other experiences um or in smaller settings I don't know if you ever had anything like this happen with a teammate but um it was just pretty jarring it's a you know I, I think that for a lot of us football is this great escape. Right. You know, you sit right. down for three hours on a Sunday or a Monday night and you kind of forget uh, about what's going on in the world. And then the the reality of life suddenly comes crashing into it. And, um, you know, it, it reminds you kind of the risk these players take every time they, they they step foot on the field and that these players are people, too, which I think people unfortunately forget sometimes. And uh, hopefully everybody is recognizing today and does a better job of recognizing moving forward. But I just hope. You know, Damar Hamlin turns out okay, um, and I, like you said, there's a report that 
things are trending in the right direction. So that's always good to hear. Um, hope his family's holding up. Okay. I would say as well. I, I certainly hope, I mean, all the players involved, but especially T Higgins is, is doing sure. okay as well. Like that's a football play. There's really, right. you know, it's not like anybody took a cheap shot. Anybody went outside the rules. Like that is as basic a, a football play as that same contact to an extent could happen in basketball. It could happen in right. like, um, so I hope T Higgins is getting the help and the support he needs today too. And he's doing okay because I'm sure he's got a lot of thoughts, uh, swirling around his head. So, um, that's just kind of where I've been all day. Like you said, off the top. And I mean, we texted yeah. this morning. I really don't feel like talking about football today. Nope. Uh, I, I don't think I can talk about football today, at least to the extent that we usually talk about football on this show. So, um, I did kind of, I thought it would be good for me. I don't know how you feel. I thought it'd be good for me and maybe for some of the viewers to just kind of talk about what we saw. Cause it's totally. a lot to process, but right. we'll, we'll get into the football stuff later this week. And obviously we don't know there's, there's some football elements to this as they relate to the Patriots that are unknown as to how the end of the season is going to play out. And we'll have time to get into all of that later this week, but uh, man, I just need 24 hours. I, it, yeah, you know, I'm with you. And, and to just kind of, um, you know, the, the, the thought I've, I've kind of had all day is like, you know, it's no secret how I feel about the game, right? I, right. I, I love the game itself at any level. And to think something you're this passionate about can cause this much damage to somebody is uh, jarring. Yeah, So um, that's kind of been how I, I've personally been re- wrestling with it. But again, of course, off the top, like just hoping things turn out okay. I, good to see the latest report and um the support as well that he's getting and and whether that's bill's players going to the hospital or the the gofundme which is is i think up near four million now right yeah it's um, outstanding i was gonna yeah, get into that in a second um, uh, you kind of kind of seeing people make uh, you know make the best of a bad situation yeah the uh look at the uh it's the damar hamlin damar hamlin he created the chasing m's foundation uh community toy drive um it was a GoFundMe page that he had set up. Um, I'm not exactly sure when, but the original goal on it was to raise $2,500 on GoFundMe. And uh, that has now surpassed $4.5 million as of right now. It's, it's incredible. And so uh, I had tweeted it out, but, you know, got Patriots players like Lawrence Guy, Brian Hoyer, Miles Bryant all uh, made some big donations. I saw Tom Brady was in there too. So Yeah, I think Tom really, Brady uh, dropped like 10000 Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you can check that out on GoFundMe. I'll have the link on you or the link is on my Twitter as well. If you, you know, you guys want to check that out, but, um, yeah, like you said, trying to make something, I guess, you know, good out of a terrible situation. And, uh, yeah, what, just what you said about CPR, right. It's like, you know, injuries in this game, it's, it, it comes with it, uh, to an extent. I mean, guys tear their ACLs in this game. There's obviously the concussions. Um, but in those circumstances, and Ryan Clark kind of put it best on ESPN. I thought he, you know, they ESPN did a magnificent job. I thought last night in a in an impossible situation. Um, but just yeah. when guys go down, right? You know, a lot of times, you know, they're there and they're they can give the thumbs up as they go off the field. And you could just see the emotions on these players last night. You know, realizing what was happening in real time, and it was tough. It was tough to watch, and it's something that you know you never want to see in this game. It's it's tough to see. They they end up clearing the field um, eventually after talks of potentially playing again. And uh, just as far as updates, as far as the scheduling goes, like you had mentioned, um, 
the league announced that they're not going to continue the game from last night this week and that next week remains the same uh, for now. Again, that's extremely fluid, as is this whole circumstance. But um, they, I'll just read what the NFL wrote. Uh, NFL continues to be in regular contact with the medical team caring for Hamlin and also the Bills and Bengals and the NFLPA. After speaking with both teams and NFLPA leadership, Roger Goodell informed the clubs that the game will not be resumed this week. The NFL has made no decision regarding the possible resumption of the game at a later date, and they have not made changes to Week 18, but there will be additional information as it comes. So as fluid as fluid can be, um, obviously, you know, the, the game on the field doesn't matter right now, but plenty of uh, this late in the season, plenty of implications that they'll have to deal with. But that is uh, that is for sure on the back burner, uh, you know, after what happened last night. Yeah, and I, I mean, the kind of... Uh one thought I've had throughout the day is even as these games do move on and I, you know, I don't think they're going to bag the entire season. Right. So that right. we're going to play football again at some point, whether it's in the next week, two weeks. Um, I think it, it, the league needs to give players uh, almost similar to the COVID situation. Right. I think if yeah. a guy's not ready and, and whether that's players on the bills or elsewhere, because I, I mean, we saw players around the league tweeting last night. This isn't just players on these two teams are affected. I think that there needs to be room for players to say, hey, I'm not ready, right? And sure. what exactly that looks like, I don't know. Maybe it's just teams giving players the understanding to sit out. Maybe the the league creates some leeway, like with COVID, where there's practice squad elevations or something. Right. Um, and there's guys, you know, again, the monetary element here isn't the most important by any means, but there's guys playing for, for bonuses and and things like that. And obviously guys want to get paid. So um, hopefully that that there there is some leeway given from the teams, from the league. And by the way, from the public as well to let guys do what they need to do. Like, let's not make this a thing where, Oh, so-and-so said he's not ready to play. Like you put on for your team and go, no, like, no, that's um, not, this is about, yeah. Like I, I I wouldn't be surprised if we see an elevated number of retirements this off season off of those. Right. So I, I, let's let's give the players the room they need both first and foremost when it comes to the bills and the Bengals it, in regards to that game and the fact it's not being played this week is good i'm going to guess that came from the players hey yeah. we're not going to be ready so that's good but let's not let let's give everybody beyond those two teams the room for somebody's not ready cuz i mean sunday's sick 5 days away right right somebody's not ready to play a game in 5 days i get it you know, that's everybody's dealing with their own. It's it's going to be weird watching the game on Sunday. Right. So um, I just hope, you know, I and I think the league and the team, the teams will do will do that just based on the initial reaction. I think there's definitely an understanding here. Um, and I just hope that everybody, you know, the viewing public, the fans kind of understand that this is an unprecedented situation. And it's it's not necessarily going to be easy for everybody to get right back out there. Right. Well, that's again, as far as like. And I don't want to get into, and we won't really get into um, the rights and wrongs and what happened as far as the, the wait time last night. But you, you mentioned it being unprecedented. The league doesn't know, you know, this is something that has rarely ever been dealt with. Um, and so, you know, 90 minutes, them waiting in the locker rooms and kind of figure, figuring it out. Um, I don't, I, I was, I was hard on it last night, but, you know, thinking it over today, I don't necessarily think that was a bad thing. It was more just, you know, getting logistics in place. Like the, the second that uh, Sean McDermott and Zach Taylor met on the field last night, they weren't playing that game. 
So, you know, whether whether a ruling had to be waiting to waited to come down or not, like that game wasn't going to go on. Those guys were, you know, getting their bearings after just seeing, you know, their brother, you know, essentially get, you know, saved on the field. So it's not yeah. like it was just it's tough. I mean, it's it's tough to talk about even today just, you know, what happened and how how unprecedented of a situation that was. Um, and just, you know, to hear about his mom come down and go, you know, in the ambulance with him and get there. It's like, it's just, it's, it's so much, so much bigger than the on field, you know, right. The X's and O's of the game. What happened last night? It's, it's awful. And it's, I mean, it's interesting to think about, you know, I, there were, there were some former players today talking about just how far the game has come. Right. Since, since they were playing, whether it was, guys who played in the seventies. And I know there were some guys who, who played with Daryl Stingley who weighed in on it. Um, but even as recently as, what was it in October when the Patriots played the lions, remember Savion Smith, the corner for the yeah. lions got hurt. They stopped the game. They, I, I don't remember who it was. It was a member of his family. They brought down to the field in the ambulance yeah. and uh, Smith luckily is okay. He's, he's been out for the year and he needed surgery and he did have a back injury. He's expected to, you know, at least try to be able to play again. So that's obviously great, but that was, you know, how life-threatening was that at the time? I don't know. I don't know well enough medically, but it sounds like it was certainly threatening paralysis at the time. And, right. you know, they put him back. I don't even think there was a five-minute window when yeah. that happened. I think they just started playing again. I think they just lined up and ran a play. And you remember what the Lions looked like for the rest of that game. So it was, uh, yeah, I, you know, just, I, 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 we can nitpick on, on, on some of how it was handled last night, but, uh, I thought the players and the coaches handled it great. I thought ESPN did a great job, especially, I mean, Ryan Clark, I know everybody's talking about, he was on with SVP and he did a great job and he did, but when they went to sports center at night, I don't remember who it was with, unfortunately, but, um, he was then on with sports center at night for about an hour. He did another hour after Van Pelt and you could, I mean, you could physically see the weight of it. Just, yeah. just, you know, on him. Um, and, you know, and that's a guy who went through it too. When, right. when he was in Pittsburgh, he went through a, a situation um, with his yeah. you know, sickle cell uh, anemia. So, so it was, yeah. I mean, hearing from him um, again, there, there, I, I, I heard some stuff from some older Patriots players. We heard Ted Johnson talk about it this morning on mm-hmm. Touch and Rich. Um, it, it does sound like the situation was handled differently than it might've been in the past. And, for the better, right? That right. The the right attention was paid to the situation. Yeah. Um, again, like you said, it's it's the impossible for as far as like a broadcast goes, right? Because that's not, you know, as far as journalism school and crisis communications go, like, you know, you, you practice it, but it, you never think anything like this is really going to happen. And I just thought the way that you know Buck and Aikman and Lisa Salters on the sideline, Susie Colber, Schefter and Booger in the booth that like during it, it was they did you know obviously the best they could and in an impossible situation, just kind of sort of trying to give some perspective. And then um, got ESPN, Coley Harvey and Ben Baby, who were both on scene outside the hospital. I'm sure they worked all night last night into this morning, just sort of giving perspective and you know waiting. And it's they handled it with like not you know, obviously nothing but class. They did no real speculation or anything. They just, you know, gave the facts and let it play out. And again, in, in a situation that you never want to be in, I thought, you know, that whole, that whole team did a great job. Um, I, I, I will say, so it's not, um, 
exactly apples to apples, but when I did play-by-play on the Cape League in the summer okay. of 2015, um, we had an incident where uh, a player on the visiting team, we were at home, a player on the visiting team, Javon Shelby, who's second baseman from Kentucky, um, he got standing on top step of the dugout and got hit point blank in the face with a foul ball. Um, believe he was unconscious. Uh, they never needed to do CPR or anything, but it was, you know, they'd bring an ambulance on a field and all that. Yeah. And um, I thought a little bit about that last night and both in terms of just being a human being and being there and that I think they stopped the game for, I honestly can't remember how long it was on one yeah. hand. It felt like about five seconds on the other hand, it felt like about three hours. It was probably about 25, 30 minutes. Um, yeah. And then just as a broadcaster and kind of when ESPN was going back and forth and, and the, the thing you do, the thing you don't do there is speculate and you just say right. what you see, not, Hey, this looks like this. It's, this is what they're doing. Um, and it would have been really easy to speculate last night and let things get out of control. And ESPN didn't do that. So, right. Uh, that I think is the most important thing. Cause you know, when the, you know, better off being first than right culture that we're in, um, mm-hmm. there's a chance last night could have gotten out of hand and it didn't. So that's, that's oh. obviously, uh, that, that, that obviously I think kind of helped to keep people, as calm as they could be in the situation. Right. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to read is just, it was an update from the bills as well, um, which was earlier today. It's, it's not necessarily new. It's the newest information we've received from the team. Just that um, DeMar Hamlin spent last night in the intensive care unit and remains there today in critical condition at the university of Cincinnati, Med- Cincinnati medical center. We're grateful and thankful for the outpouring of support we have received thus far. And they also released a statement from DeMar's family. Uh, which read, on behalf of our family, we want to express our sincere gratitude for the love and support shown to Damar during this challenging time. We're deeply moved by the prayers, kind words, and donations from fans around the country. We also want to acknowledge the dedicated first responders and healthcare professionals at the University of Cincinnati who have provided exceptional care to Damar. We feel so blessed to be part of the Buffalo Bills organization and have their support. We also want to thank Coach Taylor and the Bengals for everything they've done. Your generosity and compassion means the world to us. Please keep tomorrow in your prayers. We will release updates as soon as we have them. Thank you, the Hamlet family. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's just, it's like, it's tear jerking. Just thinking of, you know, that family even having to put together a statement like that after just being at the game to watch six round pick from last year. A guy who, I mean, it came out, there was a video today that just talking about, you know, what means, it was something along the lines of what means the most to him. Um, outside of football, and he mentioned his family, his mom and dad, and how he always brings, you know, situations he goes through to him and doesn't do anything well at the opinions of his parents. And so just it's it's heartbreaking, like, right? I mean, you never want to see anybody go through something like this, uh, no matter what. And it's just, it's tragic. The other thing, um, as far as what they had said about the donations in the statement, I, I read it as well. Um, they basically put a disclaimer type on the uh, the Chasing M's Foundation, the toy drive, um, and just said that donations here, uh, it's the only donation center for the family and that it uh, 
it is for the tour drivers, I, I believe, as well as like any sort anything you want to give towards this cause. Um, so it's just tough. It's it's tough to talk about. It's tough to report on. And uh, again, you hope you just at this point, you just hope for the best. And it's it all feels like a waiting game right now. And that's a tough situation to be in. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think. You know, in terms of moving forward, I think the NFL is doing the right thing right now in terms of the right. statement they gave today. You know, hey, we're not going to play this this week. Everything else as stands now, we're not going to touch it. Um, and I think really can't make a decision until in, until we get a better idea of what's going on with DeMar Hamlin. And that may be tonight. That may be tomorrow. That may be Thursday. It sounds like it's based on the procedure, yeah. reading the doctors, reading doc, reading from doctors, talking to doctors, uh this kind of thing they kind of just um you need to kind of let the the patient be for a day or two before you can fully assess the damage right so um hopefully there is no damage or or uh, you know things that he can work through and get back and right. we've heard people say like the um i can't remember the name the soccer player in europe from mm -hmm. last year who collapsed and he ended up coming back and he's playing again i believe uh in europe it's elsewhere in europe now so does seem like there is a, a path where DeMar Hamlin makes a full recovery. And obviously that's where we're all pulling for, but um, I don't think you can make anybody think about football until you kind of know sort of what direction things are going to head. So right. um, I know it's frustrating not knowing, but I think this yeah. is just kind of where we are right now. And this is what it's going to be. And we've all just got to kind of come together, prop ourselves up um, and, and grit through it and, and pull for them. And, and um, yeah, I know that, uh, you know, today was a tough day for me. Um, I yeah. know it was a tough day for a lot of people. And, um, you know, obviously you want to be thinking of Damar Hamlin first and foremost, but I'd encourage people take care of yourself as well. You need to talk to somebody, talk to somebody like that's very important on a day like this as well. Yeah. Talk to someone, you know, hug your, hug your loved one. Make sure, you know, make sure, you know, don't leave any stone unturned in that regard because, I, I believe Demar Hamlin himself had said it himself one time. Just you never know, you know what day can be your last, and um, it's it's as true as it is uh, right now as ever. And uh, again, like like you said, as far as you know, just everything sort of being in limbo. Um, that's sort of where we're at, um, you know, where the Patriots are at, you know, going into Wednesday and w with this show. So um, we're gonna we're gonna just, just kind of. So I I would just add in, in terms of moving forward, the Patriots canceled yeah. their uh, media availability today. It was just three assistant coaches that were supposed to speak. Right. So the next thing on their schedule on the books right now is Bill Belichick speaking tomorrow at noon and then practice and then locker room, a basic Wednesday schedule. So all feels pretty fluid. Um, right. That's the next, that's what's supposed to be next right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I'll, Myself as well as Alex, I believe, plan to. But I'm I'm gonna be there tomorrow. If, I'll be there tomorrow. Assuming there's availability, so, I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like you said, fluid. It might happen. It might not. But um, we'll see where this you know where this team's at, where the league's at. Um, I I hate even talking about it, but you know it's there's a lot of like season long implications as far as you know playoff seedings. And again, it, it sucks to even mention it, but that's that's the other element the, the NFL has to deal with now as well. And it, I'm glad that they're not jumping to any rash decisions on it and sort of just letting it play out because that's sort of what they have to do here. And that's, I mean, that's that's what seems best. So um, uh, do you have anything else to add before we wrap this? I know we're doing a quick hitter here, but that's... Yeah, I mean, I would I would just say I think the league can do it. You know, it right. at least 
figuring all this out, like obviously the circumstances are much different, but in terms of figuring all this out, I mean, they just went through this with the COVID year, right? Where they had to get games in and they got games in and they kind of touted that, Hey, we didn't have to cancel a game and some of what they did might've been a little irresponsible, but they did it. So they don't really have any excuse to say that they can't work around this because we've seen them do it. Um, They'll figure it out. I don't, you know, maybe this game doesn't get played, but I, I doubt anything else besides this gets overly impacted. Uh, right. But yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's something they got to figure out now, but look, it would have been really easy for them to say, we're the NFL. We're just moving forward. That's us figuring it out. No, they, they, that would have been aside yeah. when it needed to be put aside. And um, they deserve credit for that at least. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, yeah. I heard Mike Reese today, actually on Zolak and Bertrand on 95, just saying that he, it wouldn't surprise him if, you know, Patriots and Bills isn't played on Sunday. And I, I had wrote about it just a little piece on, you know, the how the NFL and the Patriots are in limbo on CLNS and just how it, it the fact that, you know, they came out and said the game's gonna be at one on Sunday, but that is so like not at all set in stone right now. Like it's No, so the way they slow. word it was very much yeah. like, Hey, we're not it, i I read that as hey, we're not making any decisions on anything beyond this right now. Right, exactly. So um I I didn't read that as like, hey, this is still you know, this is still on his schedule. I think it was just like, hey, we're, we're addressing this one game because we have to address it. We're right. not addressing anything else. That's all for now. That yeah. That's kind of what I, what, how I interpreted that statement personally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the league's in limbo. Um, the league's sort of just, you know, in a, in a waiting period as, as they should be really. Um, this should be taken as seriously as it's being taken now. Um, as far as, you know, this show goes and where, where we're at, um, we will break down Patriots Dolphins from Sunday eventually. Um, we're going to be fluid as well, so maybe tomorrow, uh, maybe double up Thursday, depending on where this thing goes. But uh, if you check us out on Twitter at Mike Catholic and at Real Alex Barth, we'll we'll keep you updated there. Um, keep you know, stay subscribed here on on Patriots Press Pass. We'll uh, there's plenty of other uh, coverage as well from Andrew Callahan and Greg Bedard who did some. Uh, did some good think, pieces on Demar Hamlin as well. I and think so, Bedard uh, has a show coming up after us, right? Okay, yeah, that might be true. So uh, um, six o'clock. So yeah, He'll, okay. Him and him and Cattles are going after us. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, looks like Callahan already did his show. Yeah. So so um so it's there. Uh, check it out. You can uh, again. We'll we'll back at some point this week to um, dice this thing up. But today was absolutely not the day the day to do it. Um, so you can stay updated, like I said, with us on Twitter and. Uh, We'll be back at some point, but until then, uh, like we said, hug hug your loved ones. If you need to talk to someone, talk to someone. It's a uh, it's a tough day. Uh, people, media, NFL players um, across the world. So just uh, yeah, that's that's sort of where it's at right now. So uh, we'll be back. Um, thanks for watching, and uh, talk to you guys soon.